Hi, everybody. Welcome to Best Friends Club Pod... Oh, man. Oh, man. You want to try that again? Let me try again. Okay, here I go. (laughs) Three, two, one, record. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Best Friends Club Podcast. No, that was terrible, too. Best Friends Club podcast. Say it with authority, Renee. Hi, welcome to Best Friends Club podcast. I'm Renee. (laughs) (laughs) Take 49. Hi, welcome to Best Friends Club. (laughs) Can we just use the opening from another episode? We well, could. No, but it will be no. like totally different voices and pitches. The and... other, the third one you did was really good. I can just chime in. No, we'll start over. Or okay. you can use that one if you want, but. Hi, welcome to Best Friends Club Podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Ashley. And this is season three, episode 12, the one with all the jealousy. So much jealousy. So much jealousy. Um, are Do you think that you're a jealous person? No, this last um, I don't think I'm a jealous, but it's a good question. Um, I guess I've not, I think I've always just thought no. So I'm trying to have a very quick moment of self-reflection here. Yeah. Um, I don't think so, um, but I also f- feel like um, the person that, like if it's a friend or if it's a family member or a boyfriend or whatever they can really give you reason to be jealous mm-hmm. or not. Yes, yes. Um, and so part of me thinks like, well, does that mean that my me being jealous is like conditional and like in my current relationship, not whatsoever, but he gives me absolutely no reason to feel like, I, you right. know. Right. Um, I don't know. You would probably know better than I would being I know. my best I, friend I was for so just long. thinking, should the question be, do I think you're a jealous person? And I don't. Yeah. I don't actually. Okay, thanks. Do you think I'm a jealous person? Do- no, I don't yeah. think so. Not, not. whatsoever. Um, yeah, I think I you think so are very loyal, and I think you um, are very invested in the people that you're invested in. So, mm-hmm. like, you're very present, and um, at maybe like at the worst of times, that like the word clingy could be used. But I don't like I've never thought it was a bad thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think it could look like that. But I don't think that that's jealous. I think it's just because you really like quality time with the people that you like. Yeah. Yeah. But you're never like, where where were you? Who were you with? Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. Because I was like, yeah, I can definitely be like invested. It's probably a good word. Mm -hmm. Clingy is probably also a good word. Um, no, I don't. Well, I don't think you are. But I think it could like it could go there if it, you know, but you're right. But it's more just out of love than, I don't know. Yeah, it's not jealousy. If I was feeling no. left out, I think that's even different. Like, that's a totally yeah. different feeling yeah. than jealousy. I think totally. jealousy implies a lot of um, assumptions. <clears throat> yeah. And I think that's where it can go really wrong, is that jealousy is based completely off assumptions. Um, is yeah. it, though? Like, Or is it like... You know, uh, I don't think it's always based off assumptions. I think, I think it it's can... facts mi- mixed in with assumptions because, well. Well, what if it's like I am I get jealous of my 
boyfriend spending time with another girl because in the past he was really flirty and I didn't like it or, you know, he cheated on me or like that's not assumption and actually getting ahead of ourselves that's kind of what Ross that's the conclusion he comes to is like it is for him it's fear right right and it's not assumption it's like well in the past this is what happened and so I'm afraid that's what's going to happen again right but you're assuming it's going to happen again I well I guess I'm thinking it's going to happen again yeah I think in this situation it's based on assumptions because he's just assuming what Rachel is and is not going to do yeah that's the thing and so like yeah he can dislike mark that is totally valid but he just acts like we've talked about this like rachel has no say in the matter mark likes her oh suddenly she's just gonna date mark because he likes her yeah like come on yeah i think um yeah i think like there's definitely been like things before where like past boyfriends I've kind of been like "Mm, not loving this Mm -hmm. situation or whatever um and in one case like I did mention it to that boyfriend and he was like yeah okay I see what you're talking about and stopped but like there's other guys that my friends have dated that I think like I would not trust that guy as far as I could throw him yeah and I could like I don't know if it's jealous or if it's just mistrusting you know yeah because isn't that what like jealousy isn't it like you don't trust you them? don't trust right and I think that's the problem is if you don't trust someone you need to like figure out if it's because you don't trust them or because you just think you don't trust them yeah is I it think that's the like, problem they yeah if you're dating somebody who's completely untrustworthy I would totally understand you being jealous because they've given like you said they've given you reason to think so um but in this case Rachel has done absolutely nothing to give him that impression and he just can't let it go so I guess we should so, just dive right in well, I actually had one that you made me think. I had one time where um, I was – I had, hadn't been dating Ben for so well, – maybe around a year. I can't remember when the first time he went to Spain was. Um, but he went – he was going to Spain for three months for work. Mm-hmm. And I, like – for some reason, I just got so worried that he was going to meet somebody over there. Yeah. And I was just like all nervous. Did I talk to you about it at the time? I, yeah, I, I remember. remember. I do. I remember that. I think I talked to you and my sister. And I was just like, because I think he and I had been dating for like a year, a year and a half, maybe even a couple years. And he had never given me reason to ever be like suspicious or jealous or anything. Um, and I wasn't looking for them either, you know. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, for some reason, I was just like, oh, my gosh, like he's going to, you know, Spanish people are so beautiful. He's just going to like meet some fun carefree gorgeous spanish woman yeah. um and i was all nervous about it and i remember talking to my sister and she was just like because i was just like oh like should i say something but then i was like i'm afraid if i say something i'm gonna like speak it into existence right and she was just like you just need to get over it <laughs> pretty much yeah. you're not a witch you're a normal student and right <laughs> And I was like, yeah, okay, I do need to chill out. And honestly, like, he got there, you know, and he and I had done long distance before from different countries, and it was fine. And it was fine that time, too. Like, I just had to, like, let it pass and get over it. I don't know why I got so worried. Yeah. It was irrational, though. So I think that's the thing is, like, what we were just talking about was based on, like, have they given you reason? So it's, like, reason, logic, whatever. But I think there's probably also a place of, like, 
you know, like you said, assumptions or fear where it's like, it's not necessarily based on anything. It's not rational or logical, but you just yeah. have this worry. Yeah. Um, and I have had that before, I guess, but totally. But I also think yeah. there's the difference if you had, let's say, I don't know if you brought it up to Ben or not, but if you were like, hey, this is just something that's been on my mind. Like, I don't know if it's the distance or we don't get to talk as much, but I've just had this fear that like you're going to meet somebody. And he was like, no, why would you think that? Like, I'm totally all in, you know, like he, it's okay to have questions in a relationship and like not feel totally confident in every single moment, you know? Yeah. But if he was like, very confident in saying no I want to be with you like I'm just here and sorry the communication's been bad or what you know whatever it was what it whatever it was at the time and then you kept being like well who are you with yeah 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 that's where jealousy makes like that's where it's like the kind of jealousy that makes no sense yeah I hear what you're saying I actually I don't I think I didn't bring it up to him because I was like I just need to chill out yeah and I think I was thinking like if there's a if there's something that makes me uncomfortable I'll bring it up but like again it never nothing ever came to it and I was I think I was a little worried that if I brought it up then he was gonna think like every time he did something if I was like well where'd you go well who you know like I was like I just don't want this to be a thing where he's thinking oh she's like keeping tabs you know I don't know I but that's just never been a situation so I don't know where that all came from but we good I feel like long distance is hard though yeah it's not easy yeah but it's just an unknown yeah it's just an unknown and things are different so those questions I think are really normal and like I said, I think Ross, it's okay for him to not like Mark and to know exactly what Mark's doing. And he still just has to, like, trust Rachel. I just wish he would have, instead of, like, acting like such a spaz, I just wish he would have talked to Rachel about it and been 100%. like... 100%. And I mean, she did, she was kind of blowing blowing his concerns off when she's like, oh, he's just being silly. Oh, he's just this or that. Oh, it's just a, you know, congrats on getting the job breakfast. Like... Yeah, I mean, you know, she is kind of playing it down, but that's because she's like, this guy can flirt all he wants. I have, I'm not interested in that, you know? She's not even paying attention to it. But Ross wouldn't be happy until she was like, okay, I'll never speak to him outside of a professional work context. Like, that's what Ross wants. And she's like, that's ridiculous. So Yeah. Well, we've kind of gotten a little bit ahead of ourselves. Just a tiny bit. Just a tiny bit. But that's par for the course, isn't it? Mm. Um, It is Rachel's first day. And she is is wearing a towel dress. It's very exciting. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to talk about, do we think it is weird that she asks Phoebe for fashion? Uh, So she borrows... She has Phoebe bring all her purses over so she can borrow a purse from her. But I was just like, really, Phoebe? Yeah. Like, like what purse have you seen of hers that you want to borrow? But exactly. Like, at what point were you like, this will impress the folks at Bloomingdale's? Like, yeah, you know. I don't know. But okay, that's you fine. know sometimes like looking at a bunch of things that are bad makes you realize how good you have it. So maybe she saw all of Phoebe's purses and then she's like, this classic black purse in my closet is perfect. Or maybe Phoebe was like, I'll bring over a bunch of purses you can choose from. And Rachel was yeah. just being nice. That sounds, we'll say that. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but I kind of want to talk about, I want to talk about Rachel's first day later. Okay. Yeah, because it's the bulk of the episode. It's the bulk of it. I want to talk about other things. 
And I'll get okay. my my least favorite thing out of the way. Well, like the least exciting, I think, which is Chandler's bachelor party. He's throwing. Is his cousin? I forget. It's his cousin. I can't remember. But for some reason, I thought like I was when we were getting when they were talking about it. I was like, oh, okay, that's right. This is the one where Joey sleeps with the stripper. And I was like, yeah. no, wait, that's later. And I then know. I was like, what happens here? And I couldn't remember. But we don't really get to see it. Yeah, I was like, okay, so they're. I mean, they're just always ordering strippers is what I'm gathering for us to be able to get this mixed up. I guess it's only twice. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. Just, yeah. More than I've ordered, but true to each their own. Uh, But yeah, the when he's like, oh, yeah, he's a botanist. And Ross is like, oh, yeah, they're so lame. Check out my dinosaur twire. I'm like, I just his, you know, inability to realize his own dorkiness is endearing sometimes Mm. but uh really rough um and i didn't i kind of forgot about the end of this episode when they were talking about this stripper thing but ross is like oh yeah i don't know this guy i'll just go to his stripper bachelor party um and somehow that's totally okay but rachel can't go to work so um (laughs) <laughs> you know yeah are you going to talk about the very end Is well I wasn't going to just yet okay. but okay. I was thinking that but I totally forgot when I was watching it that the stripper in a way shows up later in yeah. in a in a in a serious way but um just that he's like oh yeah I don't know him yeah I'll sure I'll go to watch the stripper for his bachelor party and I'm like yeah way to help a brother out <laughs> and that's totally fine but your girlfriend can't go to work without being hounded I don't know. What do you think? I I, I hadn't really clung to that. Yeah. I yeah. hear what you're saying. Like I, I just think the, I think I'm I just think annoyed with Ross. You're just oh, the, with the Ross. end is that's totally fair. worse. That's fair. um yeah, um but yeah, the name Miss Crystal Chandelier is <sighs> so unfortunate. It's so nineties. So nineties, and I'm sure Crystal is spelled with like a K, and you know. All that kind of you stuff. You mean how my cousin spells it? Yeah. Yeah. But especially yeah. when it's the word crystal chandelier, like that is a, a phrase. A crystal chandelier is an actual thing. It's spelled with Classy. A C. Classy with a K. Oh, gross. Um, but yeah, nothing really happens with that except that Chandler gets a pen he won't leave alone. Yeah, and it's just filler yeah, it's funny filler. like yeah it's filler so yeah we'll get to the end at the end but um okay. i also joey this is one of my favorite joey things i so same it's so funny i it's I, so I forgotten funny. about it me too um, when he's doing his little singing bit he's actually pretty good he is i agree and i love the song <laughs> same and it's how he so yoinks the little yeah so, yes so joey's doing his little broadway audition and yeah he for like he a tale of two well. cities yes and i love when he's like i think i'll do <laughs> new york and san francisco LA or so i can't remember what he says but yeah and then they look at his they go to the audition and the i love 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 when the instructor is like, it's really simple. It's just step, step, sachet, sachet, pas de bourre, rond de jambe, rond de jambe, yeah. sachet, <laughs> c'est son, c'est son, pas de bourre, jazz hands, like, 
He runs through it so fast. He's like, with your expertise, this should be a breeze. Just teach the others. So uh, what I was thinking was at the first audition when he's like, um, bring your jazz shoes for the dance audition at the callback. And he's like, oh. And then, you know, he like comes and admits that he doesn't, to his friends, that he doesn't know how to dance. I was thinking like, you've got a couple days until the callback. Surely you can just like go hire a couple like jazz private dance sessions just to learn do you know what I mean? Like hire a da- dance teacher and learn the basic steps. So that's what yeah. I was thinking. I was like, you've got a couple days. You know you're going to need it. You know it's jazz, so just go sort it. But then I was like, well, I guess we know how a couple French lessons worked for Joey. Yeah. So there's probably no hope in getting a couple one-hour jazz sessions. And all the people in the background look like the people from the center uh, stage. 100%. Center stage, yes. It's the exact same <laughs> cast. I'm sure of it. And I was like, they're obviously maybe not professionals, but very, very, very good semi-professionals. Plaid in there. Yeah, which I'm like, that guy in the front with the plaid pants, I'm like, I think Matt has those pajama pants. Yeah. (laughs) There's like the New York 90s dance scene (laughs) must have been such a fun place. Oh my gosh, so much fun. I'm so glad that you thought it was like Center Stage too. Guys, I know we talk about Center Stage all the time, but we love it. We've watched it so many times. If you haven't seen it, you should really go watch it on the next cold, chilly day when you need something to do staying inside. I wonder if it holds up present day because it it was from what, the 2000s? I think it was 2000. Oh, cute. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And the only people you would know from it is... That girl that was the mean girl in, like, all the 90s movies. Like, 10 Things I Hate About You and Drive Me Crazy. Yeah, that's and, right. And um, then the girl... Oh, um, a young Zoe Saldana. Oh, yeah. Zoe Saldana is definitely the most famous Way before one she it. had done anything else other than Crossroads with Britney Spears. And um, um, isn't the main girl also the one from Coyote Ugly, or am I getting confused? She is not from Coyote Ugly. She was a dancer that they hired, but then she started acting. So the only thing I've ever seen her in is Suits. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Yeah. Yes. She. Yes. I think she's in some other stuff, too, but she's definitely in Suits. That's right. I forget her name, but yeah. Jodie Sawyer. Um, Jodie Sawyer. Um. What was it? Oh, and I'm pretty sure the is it the entire musical score or just most of it is Mandy Moore? <laughs> just two songs. Oh, okay. So just there's also a, good... a lot of Jamiroquai and Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. It's actually a great soundtrack. Oh, I want to go watch it again. I love it's it. It's really fun. Have you not watched it recently? No, it's been so long. Oh, that's okay. I've got my plans for the rest of the day sorted out. Okay, good. <laughs> Because I was like, I own it on Amazon streaming, but that's just me. <laughs> that's like one of my sick day go-tos. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Anyway, watch Center Stage, and you'll know what we're talking about. It's the scene where they're playing, they're dance, they're warming up to a sped-up version of Candy by Mandy Moore. So enjoy. <laughs> enjoy. Um, but yeah, so Joey has this. And the thing about the the lessons, too, is I'm just thinking, like, how is he going to catch up in time? You know? Well, that, you could at he least might go get learn a, some basic steps. Yeah. And if he was like, if they was like, oh, every role needs to do a little bit of dancing, like, he could have gone and learned, like, 
just give me the basic steps so if they say this, I know at least which direction to move my feet. Right. But to be honest with you, if he's je me flu flee, like he's not going to be able to get there. <laughs> I think that would work for so you or I. That's true. That's true. Um, but I love when they're reading his resume and it's like three years of modern dance with Twyla Tharp. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Twyla Tharp? She's an actress, but she's kind of a <clears throat> oh, an odd person, I think. Five years at the... Academy of, or what is it? Ballet Academy? Something like that. Yeah, just tons and tons of lies. Mm. And when he's like, guys, no, yeah, I can dance. And he's like doing the cabbage patch in his living room. (laughs) And oh, it's just so bad. No, no, it's so bad. Bless. It's so bad. But uh, yeah, he gets. Renee, have you ever tried out for a musical? Uh, other than in like being in drama in middle school and high school no Um, I think a younger me would have gone for it I think you'd be good at it yeah it'd be fun I love musicals love them but my voice ain't what it used to be I mean you can still sing right it was it used to be medium and now it's probably sub medium Okay. Oh. Yeah. Um, I was in the local production of the, like the, the New local Zealand community. local production of Wicked. No, that was actually pretty good. I was in the uh, f- our Florida hometown local production of The Nutcracker as one of the soldiers. Oh, that's right. Was that in like because. Grade? Um, no, I think it was more middle school. I can't remember, though. <clears throat> I, well, I honestly, I can't remember. Maybe it was sixth grade. I think it was sixth grade because I feel like I remember um, my mom picking me up from, like, the bus ramp at our middle school and having to drive gotcha. me across town. Gotcha. Because um, I remember coming from that direction, not from the middle, the elementary school direction. Gotcha. And... Um, yeah, so I did tryouts, and I remember they were like, okay, everybody, pot of beret. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. And so, like, <laughs> t- maybe I should have taken my own advice and just gone for basic. Maybe. I had, done, <laughs> I had done dance when I was really little. Yeah. But, like, and, you know, so I was like, I know how to move, but, like, I don't know what all, like, I can't, I wasn't classically trained in dance right. um, enough to know what all that stuff was. And so I, was, yeah. I remember thinking, like, if only they would just be, like, it looks like this. Then I could have executed one well enough, but yeah, I got um, I got relegated with all the rest of the riffraff to just be one of the like thousand of, of toy soldiers. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> it was really fun though. I bet that would be really mm-hmm. fun. I went and saw my friend's daughter in a little. They did a production of Annie, and it was very cute. And I was like, should I get involved in local theater? I definitely I do this like where I like should. see things. I like go to something or I like watch someone <clears throat> run a race and I'm like, should I run a marathon? And then I'm like, no, definitely not. See, no, you shouldn't. No offense, but <laughs> it sucks. Um, as the partner of somebody who's, who runs is constantly. always running. Um, I Freaking feel like I'm very supportive though. Go babe. Go run babe bread. Um, I actually feel like you'd be really good at community theater, and I oh, have thanks. thought about doing it as well. I think I'd stick out like a sore thumb in New Zealand, um, although a lot of times they do put American accents on because all of the Broadway musicals are right. either English, you know, British or American. Um, yeah. But 
I think it'd be really fun. I'm not a good enough singer, but I feel like the rest of it I could do. Yeah. But I guess everyone has to sing. So that's kind of where I'm like, I probably, like, I can't carry a tune enough to even be in the choir. You can. You could be in the choir. Uh, maybe. You could. I remember you once. Because other people would school, be singing and it would help you. I remember once in middle school, we were doing like a, cause do you remember the choir teacher? Yes. We were doing some like school production. I don't remember like much of it at all, but we were singing that song Age of Aquarius. Yes, that was our middle school. It was our seventh grade. We did a uh, musical review. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why I was in it because I wasn't in choir. Um, it was from it was drama and choir co uh, sponsored event. So so I remember being in the choir for Age of Aquarius and I was singing and I thought I was singing along with everyone else. And at one point he was like, mm, someone's off. Let's try it again. <laughs> and I mouthed it. Looking oh. back, though, there was probably a few other kids that started mouthing it as well. And he was like, yeah, that sounds way better. And I was like, crap, it was me. Oh, so no. I, since that day, I've been like, I can't even blend in in a choir. I think you can. I think you can carry a tune enough. Maybe I'll try out for community theater and we'll find out. There you go. See, now my problem is I live in Nashville. So if I was a medium singer somewhere else, I'm like (laughs) bottom of the barrel here. Like I might be a toy soldier, but maybe not. Maybe. They'd probably rather have you as like set director. Oh, man. I'm going to be the producer. Gosh darn it. Well, who are those ones in um, Get Over It? The stage crew that like... (laughs) Yeah, the weirdos. Thanks. Yes. I'd be right along there with you. Anyway, yeah. we've got to stop talking about other TV shows and movies. But if you guys haven't seen Get Over It. Put we've it only on right seen like, Center Stage. Like six of the same movies, and they're all the ones we talk about. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. Um, oh, this is probably a good time to mention. This doesn't have anything to do with anything that we're talking about. But we got this was weeks and months ago. In one of the episodes, we were talking about the plot lines of The Prestige and The Illusionist. And The Illusionist, And we were both convinced we were talking, each talking about one of the movies, but we weren't sure which one. Well, one of our lovely listeners messaged us, and I just remembered this. We were both talking about The Prestige the entire time. So Yes, we were just probably talking about different parts of the prestige like there are two (laughs) competing magicians in the prestige and i was describing one of them and you were describing the other one and we're like oh my gosh no i don't think that happens in the prestige (laughs) this happens and my friend was like you were both talking about the prestige oh my gosh i'm sorry for those of you at home and in your cars that are screaming like the answer to us we're like yes always what about that time when and you guys are like yeah you're so stupid so thanks for Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, we love uh, stuff like that. If you guys ever do want to email us, bestfriendsclubpodcast at gmail.com. We love DM us on Instagram. What mistakes we've made. We think they're hilarious. I mean, like, don't make a job out of it. But yeah. No, but yeah. If we're both talking about (laughs) the same movie and think we're talking about different movies, please tell us. Or if we're getting some historical fact very wrong, we'd love to know. Or like, um, what's your favorite 2000s movie? We'd love to hear that, yes, too. I would love to hear that because that's pretty much the only genre of movies I watch. That's the best genre. It's the best genre. Um, anyway, at the very end of Joey's audition, when he's tasked with teaching these ruffians how to dance, it does not go so well. It's hysterical. It's so funny. 
because they're like step step and then just you know cabbage patch butterfly tootsie roll (laughs) (laughs) like throw the macarena in there and you've got that dance Um, i'm pretty sure i saw someone doing the macarena the other day and i remember thinking like it is about time the macarena came back so kids are learning it like in school and stuff as you know fun activities so they don't know that we spent (laughs) hours at parties on fridays we could go viral on tiktok doing macarena tutorial videos if only i knew how to use tiktok I think we first have to download it. And no, I keep okay. hearing things that are like TikTok is not for adults. And I'm like, I get your point. I will stay on Instagram. Thank yes. you. I'll stay here with my fellow oldies. And I don't, yeah. Anything I see when people upload a video like to Instagram from TikTok, I'm like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I wish I did. My but favorite, I don't. my favorite are when people catch other people filming TikTok videos and so it's like a behind the scenes but (laughs) that happened once where it was like somebody was at a red light and they're like filming somebody else at a red light or like a parked car and it was a girl like dancing at her camera like filming a tiktok and then she looked over and was like "Uh," and got so embarrassed (laughs) (laughs) those are great because we've all been there i mean i mean i haven't because I don't have TikTok. Okay. But. Well, once, I mean, not with TikTok, but like, I remember once I was singing along to Coldplay. Oh, yeah. Really loud in my car. And it was that, I can't remember which song it was, but it's that one where it's like, um, Fix You? I, I don't know. Hmm? Fix You? I'm not going to sing it right now. But no, it wasn't Fix You. It was just like, there's a part where he does like an au situation, Chris Martin does. And I was like singing that along. And then I look over and there's these like, this like man and, like a man and woman in a car and they are busting out laughing oh my gosh. and I was like, oh. <laughs> like sped up. I am always singing in my car people must just think I'm crazy you gotta just own it we all we all sing in our cars yeah it's the only way to live hmm. it's the only way to commute sing loud and proud my friends yeah <clears throat> just not on the public bus if you commute yeah. their place oh yeah true um our other our other little side plot line is Mm. Julio, jerkfacemcgee.com, 2020. (laughs) Good one. His official title. (laughs) That website's already taken because he's taken it. (sighs) Yeah. He's so faced. He's so faced. Um, Yeah, he is, you know, just an overall jerk. Well, he's wooing. like tall, dark, and hand. Well, you know, he's this like cute Latino, you know, lover boy, romantic, mysterious, whatever at work. I think he and might. Monic- I'm wondering if he's Italian because he calls her my baby preciosa. Is that, that not also more, Spanish? Sounds more Italian than Spanish, but okay. I don't actually know. I feel like it could be both, but I'm it sure somebody both. out there will correct us. Um, but yeah, okay. So potentially Italian. Are, is, it, is Julio an Italian name? Definitely not. Definitely okay. not. Yeah, okay. okay. Just <laughs> He's probably a Latin lover. Um, <laughs> just ignore me. Mm, so we've okay. got Julio. <laughs> um, yeah, and she's all interested, you know, and he's putting the moves on. Mm-hmm. I are you into poetry? Um, I can appreciate it, 
But okay. I, I, I am also the empty vase, I think, because I rarely get it. I do not like poetry. I I've do realized, not like it. so as poetry has like, well, I think as art has just like become more flexible, you know, um, I like poetry that does not rhyme. Oh, yeah. I guess, like, there's certain poets, like, um, there's some stuff that's, um, I'm not going to remember any of their names. Rupi? Rumi? Yeah. People are always posting that on the gram. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, beautiful stuff that kind of, like, conjures up images of nature. I guess, like, I, I can I can appreciate that kind of poetry, I guess. Um, maybe that's like basic girl poetry and that's why, I don't know. I just, in general, I'm not a big fan of poetry. Are sonnets yeah. poems? Yes. They are a type okay. of poem, I think. I haven't read a sonnet since required reading in high school, but like, yeah. that's not the, I don't know. I'm just not super into it because I'm, I'm not really into like more abstract forms of art in that symbolism. way, I guess. I don't mind symbolism, but... Maybe I just like the long form a little bit better. To me, poetry is kind of similar to like songwriting, I guess. I mean, kind of. It's a little bit. I don't of know. Is. It's I just like I'm, music. Um, digging myself into a hole here. So anyway, don't worry about it. It's not for me, but y'all go on. I remember, yeah. do you remember in sixth grade or seventh grade or eighth grade? Can't remember which one. Um, <laughs> whenever we had Mrs. Uh, Sapp again. Uh, eighth sixth? grade. Eighth, okay. Well, and we, ha- we, ha- we had her the first time in sixth grade. Oh, right. Oh, yes, right. I was thinking we, we had her, her in elementary times? school. We have No, we had her in high school. So when we had her in high school, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, that was 10th grade. Okay. So when we had her, yeah, because we had her the first time in middle school and then again in high school, she made us write poems. That was the whole point of that. Um, we had like <laughs> we- a poetry unit or whatever in language arts and we, I just remember like my poems were like I hate writing poems Mrs. Sapp is making me da 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 like we when will this be over didn't really like Mrs. Sapp I did not like her one little bit I don't know um, why I think because she was annoying and didn't like yeah I don't know you know when I, I think I, of her though the only thing I can see is Lisa Kudrow like did they look alike um, she, yeah, similar. Like she had, she had much shorter blonde hair though. She almost had like a bob and mm. she did always wear glasses. But do you remember when we had her the first time in middle school, she always wore like long denim dresses that said yeah. like ABC one, two, three. She was like literally dressed like a kindergarten teacher. Right. And then when we had her again in high school, she was freshly divorced. And so like everything she wore was from like Ann Taylor loft. And it was like a tight black sweater with a you know, like a khaki pencil skirt. Yeah. I think I didn't like her because they felt like she didn't really give us time or attention. And I felt like she wasn't, like she was wasting our time is kind of how I mm. felt. All right. I remember <laughs> she liked Russell Crowe. That's really all I remember. Did she? Yeah. <laughs> I remember her, um, her, but this was before cell phones. So her... And it was like the era of beepers and mobile phones. And her Palm Pilot would always like beep in class. And she'd be like, oh, that's just my hair appointment. And I was like, we're not allowed to have like video games and Palm Pilots and beepers. Like, why are you doing this and like wasting all of our time? Yeah. You didn't like it. Anyway. Nah. But did you like writing poems? I doubt it. I doubt I was any good at it. I thought you won a contest. 
Um, I won essay contests. Oh, okay. Long form. Never Once poetry. Again. The long form of the art. The long form. Well, okay. anyway, we've got Julio here writing poems. Yeah. <laughs> stopping in the middle of a makeout session to write a poem. And um, about an empty vase and blah, 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 blah. And Monica reads it to everybody and is like, uh, obviously, you're the vase. And well, then, they don't tell her that at first. Oh, they don't tell then, her at first. Right. But then, then when he, she's like, she buys a vase as a present. And that's no, when he buys Monica, her a vase. No. She buys the vase and she's tying a ribbon around it. And oh. Phoebe's like, what are you wrapping? And she's like, it's a present for Julio. Um, she's like, you know, I don't get I don't get it. I don't get poetry, but I think he'll like it or whatever. And that's when Monica's like, oh. Or Phoebe's like, oh, oh poor Monica. That's right. Yeah, I yeah. Misheard and that. so then I was she like, like, he got her a vase. What a jerk. <laughs> no, no. Um, and so like, right. Monica shows up at work and is like yelling at him, like, you jerk. You think I'm stupid and shallow. Like, maybe I like my people magazines, but you don't know me at all. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, it's not about you. It's just about all women. And I'm like, oh, that's better. Right. And she's like, well, he's like, well, all American women. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, getting okay. getting hotter. Do you know what's so funny is, like, I've had guys do this to me before where they think they're like, no, no, not you. It's like, you're the funny, like, you're so funny for a woman. You know, and you're just like. Right. Thanks for that qualifier. You're making it worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not good. Um Ew. But I love the barbershop quartet. <laughs> I think that is the perfect time to hire a barbershop quartet. Honestly, watching this it's episode, perfect. I was like, we should really be doing the barbershop quartet yes. thing more often. It's yes. so fun. And I think for a breakup oh, it's slash a burn, it's hysterical. Uh, yeah. It's better than something burn. positive. Yeah. Or some sort of What do you mean something prank. positive? Oh, you mean it's well, like Ross's, it like in you know. a gotcha situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, either like as a prank thing or like to like make some. Ooh, I just had an idea. Okay, um, I'm ready. Th- okay, so somebody out there, if you are planning on quitting your job soon, yes, please oh, hire a barbershop quartet to quit for you and let us know how it goes. That would be a great time to use one. I would be willing to chip in for that. Okay, let us know and we'll chip in for it a little bit. <laughs> oh, Ashley's in too. Um, yeah, we'll chip in if you want to do that. If you want to, I was going to say break up with your boss. That's not how it works. You quit Essentially. your job. Essentially. Um, new to this. <laughs> I'm new to this. I am. Um, yeah, I would definitely chip in for that. Um, but yeah, so goodbye, Julio. I'm glad that that didn't work because I was like, mm, what is this, Apollo 2.0? Like, he oh yeah, it is. Just Paula-esque. really, he really just kind of is that like womanizer thing, you know. It's not good. It's not good. He's not that cute either. He's he, yeah. Anyway, no. And I do love the burn where like, uh, in the barbershop quartet when basically it's like, yeah, you think you're so deep, but you're writing your poetry and working at a diner. Which mm. there's nothing wrong with working at a diner, but like he just obviously thinks he's so much better than everyone else. It's like, right. no, you're very normal, just like the rest of us. Yep, um, exactly. So anyway, so well now done, Monica, well done, Monica. I'm glad that she just got out of there 
and just took care of that with a good old-fashioned barbershop quartet. <laughs> um, now we're back to Rachel's first day. And when she asks if anybody hates the shoes, I'm like, I do. I can't. I don't remember what they looked like. They are. I mean, it's just the 90s. It's not really anything she could have done about it. It's kind of like that <laughs> squarish loafer, low block heel look. Oh, okay. I'm just not into that. Um, a very patent leather, shiny thing. I have um, a word of advice for everybody who's starting a new job. Pick out your outfit the night before. Oh my gosh, absolutely. I like, do this that is anyway, not a day and situation. I've been a, no, and I've like been at my job for three and a half years. Um, same client for two and a half. I still pick out outfits the night before, partially because yeah. I'm lazy and I um, like to sleep in as much as possible in the morning, but. Just, yeah, don't leave that to, like, the stress of everything else you got to do that day. Yeah. Do you want to hear something kind of funny on that note? No, I think we should move on. Of course. Oh, I was like, okay. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) You're like, oh. Never mind. I guess it wasn't that funny. Tell us. Tell us. Um, So when I was applying for this new job I have, I mean, you know, it's kind of out of being new, but I think it will still be my new it's job still for a long new. time. Yeah. Um, I only had to do one in-person interview. I did a few like phone and video, but I don't like I'm doing this last kind of in-person interview with a whole panel of people. And I picked up my outfit and I had steamed it. I was going to wear this black jumpsuit and um, – I'd steamed it and it was all ready to go and then I was getting ready to leave and was brushing my teeth. I got water all over the top. And luckily I had a couple minutes, but I was like, I spent all this time picking out this outfit and getting it ready and now I have to divert. So obviously it worked out, but Did you have a backup outfit? A different black jumpsuit. (laughs) Oh, handy. So, you know. Oh, sorry. I was going to wear – I have like a goldish, like a marigold yellow – I was going to wear the yellow one. That's what it was. Ah, uh, and then you had um, to go black. And it's a little, it's a little more structured. And then the, right. the black one I ended up wearing is, I have a, I have a second black one, but it was completely wrinkled. So the black one I ended up wearing is just like, I don't know, a little more casual. Not that this is like a fancy place where we wear suits to work, but you know, I just wanted to feel like crisp and I felt less crisp in the black jumpsuit I wore, but. Anyway, it worked out. I got the job, so it's fine. You but made a great impression. I did. But, you know, it was just one of those things like, I'm glad I had even thought about it in advance. But I was yeah. really mad to have to remake the decision. Yeah. Have you got to um, debut your Marigold jumpsuit at work yet? Well, it's just been too cold now. Ah, uh, okay. It was still so pretty... A fun uh, springtime outfit. Yeah, yeah. So pretty soon. Actually, I could probably wear it. I could probably wear it soon. Okay, let us know how that goes. Okay, thanks. Looking forward <laughs> to it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Rachel's first day. She's got her towel dress. She's got her ugly shoes. She's taking purses from Phoebe. It's not looking good, but she gets to work. Um, Ross wants to take her out on her first day. Sorry, Ross. Mark is taking her out, which I don't think is that weird. Honestly, it's not. my coworker took me out on my first day of work. Like. You're just kind of, I don't know. I actually think it's more weird to, like, jet out on your first day. And What do you mean, to jet out? Like, not to not have lunch with your coworkers, but 
I feel like oh, it's to a be good like time my boyfriend's like, coming to have yeah, lunch with me. I just Bye, feel like everybody. it's kind yeah. of yeah. I just feel like it's one of those you know the early days. You're like kind of trying to bond and fit in and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know. I don't think it's weird at all. Um, but yeah, and then when he calls and why isn't Mark in his own office? Like he's just so whiny and everything. I'm like literally everything. Yeah, see, this is, I think, how I was worried that I was going to be like, oh, well, who are you with? Oh, well, who's that? Oh, well, you know what I mean? And it's like, um, we've been that one time. And so I feel like, like, gather the facts quietly in your head, Ross. And then, do you know what I mean? And then later you can be like, hey, listen, it just seems like you guys spend a lot of time together and it's worrying me or it's bothering me for some reason. But just like every little thing being like, why is he around you? Like, what is she going to do? What is she going to do then and go like, oh, you're right, Mark leave don't teach me how to use the computer right. system like and also no ugh. matter what ross wants he sits right across from her that's just where he sits yeah like it wasn't i don't know but the worst part <sighs> is all the is the musical uh, bug <laughs> the musical bug the gift basket the barbershop quartet i mean it is so humiliating and so transparent I he just would like I would want to crawl into a hole. I would have rejected any further deliveries. Hundreds of dollars worth Hundreds. of balloons and flowers and oh my pictures gosh. and stuffed animals. A stuffed animals. She's not twelve. Um, right. but actually, but let's go back to the day prior because that's on day two, you know, or whatever. He does that, not the very first day. Um, but on the very first day when he calls her and. And then she's like, oops, I just made a shipping mistake. I've got to let you go. And he starts slamming the phone on the receiver. Yes. Is that the first time we see, like, anger issues from Ross? Or have I feel like we've seen them before. I think he gets, like, I don't want, I feel like verbally angry sounds really intense. But, like, when he, like, yells at her and throws her shoes when she's not throwing, ready for the throwing thing. Throwing the shoes is a physical thing yeah yeah you know what I mean like kind of like that where it's maybe not I'm not gonna say it's violent but yeah it's like definitely expressing his anger using other things than words yeah I think you're right he's Um. done it a few times but I was just thinking like obviously he's not punching her but like to take the phone and to be like slamming it like that it's ooh, I don't know I was like oh god it's not good it's not it's not cute Ross no it's not and later on in the series he talks about red Ross and I was like I see the. I see what he's talking about. Well, he does get uh, put on sabbatical on account of his rage. On account of his rage, exactly. So yeah. he does have quite the ugly, violent side, in that in that yeah. sense. It's not. It's not yeah. good. It's not, not good. cute. It's not cute. And um, then he tries to change tack by yeah, flooding her office with ugh. memorabilia of him. So. I would have been mortified. Wouldn't you have called him and been like, "Yes, okay, if you have any other deliveries, cancel them. We are discussing this when we get home. Not cool. Yeah. I'm serious. I would have been like, if someone been like, can you sign? I'd be like, nope, take it back. <laughs> um, Matt, so on my first day at my new job that I have now talked about, um, Matt got me flowers, which is so incredibly Aww. sweet. But he had them, he went and got them from the flowers, like the what do you call it florist and had them at the house for me when I got home because he was like I didn't want to send them to work because I didn't know if you would like want that and I was like thank you because actually 
I like it better just having it at home. I think I would have been a little, even though it's super sweet. Maybe and, a little embarrassing. It would have been a little bit embarrassing. I just would have felt like all eyes would have been on me. And That's it. You know, it draws attention. It draws attention. And not that, like, truly not a bad thing because it was flowers for my first day and it was so thoughtful and considerate. Um, but he knows me well enough to know that, like, I just would rather, you know, you, you have that really moment want, like, privately. Yeah. You don't want any yeah. scene or anything like that. Yeah. And, and that's that's really, really sweet. Yeah, it's so sweet. But, like, I – I mean, I truly – even if I would have gotten the flowers with all the good intentions in the world, I would have been like, oh, my gosh, everybody's staring. I feel so embarrassed. Like, it's really sweet, but I'm so embarrassed. But I can't imagine getting a ladybug that plays music and, you know – And that giant ugh. card that's like, good luck. Oh, my on. gosh. And oh, Ross's face. I know. It's – I mean, the word transparent is the only thing that comes to mind. And, obviously, Mark notices it. Yeah. Um, it's like, ooh, somebody wants – you wants us to know that you have a boyfriend and Rachel's like trying to deflect and be like no no he's just really sweet and romantic and whatever Mm. but oh like so poor Rachel I guess I kind of understand too why she doesn't want to call him and like put the kibosh on it because she's just trying to like learn she's just trying to get through you know her first week of work whatever but like what a position he's put her in poor thing she can't even get to her desk like (laughs) Oh, yeah, but Mark's totally right. That's exactly he's he can see right through it. And she comes back and she's like, you might as well have peed all over my desk. Yeah. Yep. Um, But did you notice that Mark asked her for the Ralph Lauren brief? I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Do you think they did that on purpose or are they just like that's a pretty popular designer? Yeah, I mean, pretty popular designer. Sure. But I wonder if they had any sort of relationship with Ralph Lauren, like somebody at the show, oh, because to for be them to use so the name mm. all the time, yeah, and actually have literally have Ralph, Ralph Lauren yeah. on the show at some point. Um, I don't know, maybe they were just fans or who knows. I mean, it, it was a very popular brand at that time. Like Tommy Hilfiger and Ralph Lauren were like, but they never the once brands. mentioned Tommy Hilfiger. No, they don't. Do you think that Ralph Lauren? It had some, like, they did have a relationship, and maybe he was partially on the board of Dairy US, and that's why <laughs> I knew it was milk. coming back to dairy. <laughs> it has something maybe. to do, I'm going to, it has something to do with Ralph Lauren and Got Milk. I'm going to start does. one of those boards on my um, wall with, like, red string. You posted that on our Instagram. Well, yeah, who knows sorry. how Ralph Lauren's connected and all that. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, so going back to the Ross thing, like, he does kind of come to grips with it when they're at the coffee shop later. And he's like, look, and you know, because she's just like, she's obviously mad at him. And she's like, just because, you know, he wants to sleep with me doesn't mean he gets to or whatever. And she was like, but wait. Oh, what? Before that happens. Oh, yeah, yeah. We forgot the worst part. The barbershop? Where he attacks. Oh. Oh, no. When he breaks up Mark and his girlfriend. And you could see how like, that mistake was made because I guess there's some more physical violence because he pushes him and then throws a stuffed animal at him. But they yeah. were wearing the exact same outfit. I know. But like. He was lingering in the still. hallway, eavesdropping. So not cool. Yep. <clears throat> not cool. 
Oh, geez. Yeah, I forgot about that. So that's, you're right. That's why she's so mad. And that's, that's why she's like, that what put her over the edge. Totally uncalled. Well, also, Chandler and Joey gave him bad advice by being like, you just need to go down there. Like, no, that's even worse. No. Leave her alone. Maybe like yeah. drop her off at work one morning and introduce yourself and say hi to everybody if you like want your presence to be known, which is still a bit possessive. But don't just like yeah. surprise her at work. Like, He's just so disrespectful of her and her job. Yeah. He doesn't take anything she – I mean, he just does whatever he wants, however it benefits him, you know. Yeah. We'll get to that later, but, like, when they get in all the fights and he's like, I feel like I don't even have a girlfriend anymore. And he, like, shows up with the picnic and, oh, it's just terrible. Okay. Don't get ahead of yourself. (sighs) I'm way ahead of myself. so mad. Um, But, yeah. So, yeah, he does apologize, but what do you – how do you feel about that apology? Well, I mean, he says he's like, look, the – I, like – my fears are because this has happened to me and the last time I was in love with somebody, you know, she was unfaithful. I, I think he needs to go to therapy, right? Like he, he yes, and I don't mean that in time. a bad way at all. I mean, it's like he's no, clearly he to just sort it out because well, yeah, he's bringing past hurts into his current relationship and projecting them on his girlfriend who is not, has no plans on cheating, you know, of cheating on him or leaving mm-hmm. him. And he's really ruining their relationship. So I do think like he needs to go figure that one out. Um, But I understand. And I think she handles it really well too. Like when she's just like, okay, well, that's not going to happen this time. And so I think they just, they need to keep having that conversation and he does need to do the work to get over it. What do you, what did you think of it? Yeah, that's, that's how I felt. But I like... I still, I think this is kind of a pattern of Ross's of like apologizing, but not really apologizing. I don't know. Apologizing still... to explain why he's doing something, but then not changing the behavior. Like. Exactly. Um, um, and I think the way he, the way he approaches the apology, something in me felt like he wanted her to be like, you know, you're right. I totally get why you're like this. I'll stop everything I'm doing to make you feel comfortable. Maybe not that extreme, but like that's what he wants, right? Because yeah. he's not. He's not going to change. He's his not curbing behavior. how he acts at all. You know, and then yeah, yep, yeah. Well, I know. What, what do I know? Well, I was sorry. I was. I realized that it was kind of a bit backtracking. But the way that he's acting here it kind of reminds me of when I was younger and I wasn't allowed to date, and my mom would just be like, like if somebody, ah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just remember my mom being like, you're not allowed to go out with him. And me being like, I didn't want to anyway. Like, why don't you let that be my choice? Like, if a guy was showing right. interest, instead of her just being like, no, you're not allowed. And it was like, because I said so. And it's like, actually, I wasn't going to because I didn't want to. And she just really would, like, yep. shoot herself in the foot by just coming in so heavy and not even allowing me to process or make my own decisions. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. well, I don't want you to fail, so yeah. I'm not going to even allow you to fail. And it's like actually (laughs) yeah that's what ross is doing to rachel by coming in and being like i'm gonna make this decision for you and it's like actually she was gonna make the right decision you just didn't let her yeah and really like as much as it hurts and as much as it sucks and i'm not saying it wouldn't be hard but like if somebody is going to grow apart from you and then cheat on you 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 aren't supposed to be with them you know if that's how it goes down and you can't work it out, then that's just how it goes down. Yeah, I feel you know? like, like there's times when people think, oh, if only like, – like, and I've been there before in a relationship where you really like it, but you feel like it's really fragile. 
and you're like, I have to do and say the exact right things because if I yep. if I text back too fast or if I don't ask mm. a playful question or if I yep. suggest us hanging out too soon or something like that, you're like, it's going to ruin it. And it's like, if it's that yeah. fragile, it was going to ruin itself at some point anyway. Oh my gosh, yes. But it, you can only see that um, You can only see you know, that afterwards. And once you've been in a relationship yeah. that doesn't have yeah. that yeah. Ten, like tenor to it, you oh, know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's fair enough. But um, I've given that advice to friends where I'm like, you are so worried about like, oh, I said this, but then I then I backtrack and then I, ooh, and now I'm and I'm like, honestly, if you have to walk on eggshells, that's not this mm, isn't this isn't you, no. dude. Like, you need. I know it no. sucks because you're like, oh, but I like them so much, and it's like, yeah, but if you have to walk on eggshells, that's not the one yeah. for you. It's not gonna last. No. no. And you know what I realized that he is doing that Ross is doing. What? <coughs> Excuse me. Ross is basically sheepdogging her. Uh, like nipping? <laughs> kind of. Like, oh, come this way. Oh, no, no, come this way. Okay, come this way. Like, he just he's trying to do everything he can to control the environment and, like, hmm. herd her into loving him more hmm. <laughs> by making himself, like, so obvious all the time. It's like, maybe if I distract her with a giant ladybug, she won't see Ross. She won't see Mark. I've never you know, heard it like, called that. But yeah, yeah, he is. He's trying I've, to like I just focus. thought about it where he's like, yeah, he's trying to like play so much defense when really he's on the offense with Rachel. They are a team. Yeah. But he's just too busy playing defense. Yeah. So, th- so that's kind of what the guys so say is that like <laughs> sports is that like Mark's really smart sports. about it because he's just hanging back and now he's going to be the one she goes mm-hmm. to. Whereas if like if Ross would have just hung back, he she would have told him she was being so transparent. He would have been able to be like, you know what, babe, you have to work late today. Like come home when you're ready to come. Sorry, it's next episode. But like, you know, when you come home, like I want to hear all about how your first day is going. You're so excited. I'll have dinner ready. And then, like, he would have been on offense with her. He just needs to be secure, and he's just really insecure. I think that's what it boils down Very. to. And I don't think it's that so he true. can get secure by just, like, getting over it. I think no. he needs to it's talk to issues. a therapist. Yes. Yes. A licensed professional. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then the very end. The very end. Which... This kind of – watching this back now, I – I, for the first time, was like, wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, um, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just. Yeah. So he's all jealous. Ross is all jealous of Rachel and Mark. Blah, 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 blah. But Ross is going to go on a play date. With this stripper yeah. from last so night. So right after he has the apologetic conversation to explain his behavior, he's like, okay, got to go. I have a play date yeah. with somebody I met last night at the bachelor at the bachelor party. And she's like, the stripper? And he's like, yeah, why? Is that a problem? And I was just like, okay. That had nothing to do with strippers or not strippers, whatever. No. And hustlers. We stand with J-Lo. But like how hypocritical yes well here's here's where i see the line okay if this was just really truly if this was just a girl that happened to be a stripper fine however <clears throat> ross saw her naked last night or very close to naked dancing scantily clad yes 
whether it was for him or he was involved or not, he was there and he saw it. In like it. a very sexualized situation. Yes. Okay. And now he wants to go have a play date with her kid. That is not okay. If Re- if if Mark was some sort of ex or some sort of one night stand or anything like that, all this jealousy and all this kind of like freaking out would make a lot more sense and have some sort of ground to stand on. Right. But it doesn't. But then he's just allowed to go have play dates with a lady he saw naked last night. I, do, I feel like, yeah, I feel like it is completely hypocritical. It's different. And it's not like... It's really it's, different. It's not like a friend of his, like you said. It's not like, oh, my friend Christine, my friend Crystal, who is also right. a stripper by night, but I know right. her. I would need I know like, her as Karen, yeah. you know, like... Right. Um, then it's, She's still a human. Yeah. Has nothing to do but with that. Like, but it's like you only you know her, her in night. a sexualized context, and yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like, I think that's super weird. And the fact that he wasn't even like, hey, um, you know, it was kind of lame. Like, yeah, she did her thing, but it was super lame. It wasn't sexy whatsoever. And actually, we got to talking, and our kids are the same age. Um, st- I, like, why couldn't he have just told Rachel about it and asked, like? asked her about it kept her in the loop because that is the that's like the weird suspect behavior that like if yeah like he's keeping it from her but yet he's worried about her cheating on him at her place of business yeah by just living the guy she works with that she never like chose or sought out yeah i I just feel like it's really shady because like he's sitting there peeing all over her desk essentially yep. about the mark thing and then he's also setting up dates with women he doesn't know and has no reason like you don't need to have a play date with her you there are other people you can have play dates with mm-hmm. there are other people she can yep. so it's not like a colleague yep. you know if it was a colleague of his or no. something but anyway yeah. i i just think it's really really yeah, really I think that's a big thumbs down and so then for her to like go run off and kiss him like I yeah I just feel like you should have just been like yeah I'm not jealous but this is you see the issue here correct right just a lot of dysfunction yeah the, I'm here. I'm yeah I'm um not into Ross's behavior in this episode that's for sure no same yeah same yeah that's kind of how it ends and the plot thickens a little More. bit next week. The plot thickens. So should we sign off for now? We should. Okay. Going to sign off. We are your best friends. Whether you like Thanks it or not. for joining not. us. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> this is episode 12, the one with all the jealousy. And the next one is episode 13, the one where Monica and Richard are friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll see nice. about that. Also sounds a little like suspect behavior, but who am I to judge? But we That's the kind that we like. Who am I to judge? This is my podcast. I can judge whatever I want. <laughs> All right, you guys. <laughs> Come join us next week to find out what kind of friends Monica and Richard are, okay? Ooh, we'll see. Okay, talk see to you, you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.